Save the Semantics, episode 107. It is March 28th, 2020. My name is Myra. This is the podcast uh, where I just kind of ramble on about shit that's going on in the world and uh, in my life. Uh, Which is not a whole lot, to say the least. (laughs) Um, It's been... It's been relatively quiet. I mean, that's usually how I go about things, but I guess more so recently. But things have been, you know, it's been alright. Still pretty chaotic, just everywhere else. But within my own isolated life, it's been pretty solid. Nothing too crazy or uh, eventful to note. Everything's been just kind of ebbing along. It's, yeah, it's the end of March. We're going into April now. Um, I have classes starting in, on Monday, so in a few days. I got my last quarter coming up. And, um, and yeah, and then I'll be done. I'm still, I have still haven't really received any, like, updates on, not really a whole lot of updates on, on any of my classes yet, so hopefully they have <laughs> this shit in order, you know, like I think, I don't know, it's, it's it's just, it's already very difficult for a lot of instructors to switch to that online setting, you know, I can't imagine just like, and they have to do it in less than like a week too, you know, like considering that finals just happened, maybe, you know, a couple of weeks ago for me, um, I mean, kind of, I didn't really have, um, any, like, formal finals or anything like that, everything was online, but, um, you know, there were still classes that were having finals, and then instructors still have to grade the, you know, have to grade each individual student, the entire class, and then, and then they have to switch onto this online modem, which is, such a crazy change of pace, you know, um, so it's, it's probably, it's going to be pretty hectic for them, you know, for us, it's just going to be like, I feel like it, we're just kind of be waiting for things to sort of happen as, as time goes along, so, um, yeah, that's that, not really much else to make news of, just sort of trying to enjoy the last couple of days of spring break to, you know, the most of my abilities have just been just chilling and and watching shit, watching some anime, watching some Netflix stuff, um, and, you know, just playing my Switch, played a little bit of Fortnite earlier, um, and I finally got back into, uh, Fire Emblem, uh, for, for what's been a very long time. I just, I've just sort of neglected kind of getting back into the game. I think I've mentioned it just because, like, the campaigning and the battles, it takes a lot of, um, just a lot of time to kind of set up, and each of the battles takes, like, half an hour at least, you know, especially the way I play. I I play, like, a very slow pace, you know, so I like to take my time and make sure I make the right decisions and so I don't have to, like, you know, sacrifice any of them or anything like that, so, um... It's just strategy games require a lot of time and attention for me, so 
that's kind of why I haven't really delved back into it. Like with Smash and like like Fortnite and like some other online games, it's just kind of easy just to like play that while listening to like a, a podcast or music or whatever, you know, just because it's like, you know, it, it doesn't require all of your attention and, and, and all that. So, um, yeah, I got back in, I got, I started playing Fire Emblem again, basically just starting today. Um, and yeah, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed my time with it. I'm, I still am like, I'm still playing through, um, just like one storyline. I feel like it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to, it's going to take, it's going to take a lot of time for me to go through all three storylines, all three of the houses, you know, just cause like I've, I, I've spent a lot of time with like the current characters, you know, and I've grown to really like them and I've grown to sort of, you know, enjoy developing like the support convos and, and that sort of thing. So, um, it'll be hard to like finish this campaign, the one I'm doing, which is the Golden Deer campaign, just cause like, you know, you've already have an attachment with the characters and that sort of thing. So, um, I've been just taking my time with that going slowly and then surely. I still really don't know how much longer I have in the story. <laughs> I feel it, it feels like it's kind of getting there, but still not really. Like it still feels like there's, there's a lot of story to go through, you know? So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, outside of that, uh, like I mentioned, I've watched some shows. Yesterday, I basically just binged an entire Netflix show, which I don't usually do. I usually take my time um, with with shows, but this this particular show, and I think like a lot of people have been sort of talking about it, is the is the Tiger King documentary about. Joe Exotic and all the other crazy ass characters in like the exotic animal world. Um, fascinating documentary series for sure. Um, I think that and like Wild Wild Country are like great, like, what is it? Great um, companion pieces, just the crazy ass shit that goes on in the world, in the US especially, you know. Um, I think, you know, of course, both have different approaches and that sort of thing. This one is much more of a, uh, specific, like, character study, while the Wild Wild Country was talking about an entire cult, you know, so, um, you know, it's different, you know, but I've really, I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of interesting <laughs> things that you could derive from it. Um, I, I, there's just such a weird, like, these, these people in, in the in the documentary have such a weird fascination with like wild animals and that sort of thing like i i don't i don't you know i don't really get it like it, there's just sort of this people they just sort of have this weird affinity to these dangerous animals that like you know that if they if you can tame them like you're considered to be sort of this you know larger than life character you know um they they all just have this ego about them and it's hard to really <laughs> it's, it's just they're all narcissistic and and all this shit like i just don't <laughs> they, no, nobody in really in the documentary is like necessarily like a good person you know um even like the what is it the the person who has like the big cat rescue project you know like she's you know 
she's a bit of a, she's a hypocrite and she's also kind of shady and, and shit too so um there's a lot of like things that don't exactly add up and a lot of like loose ends you know that like nothing is really tied up together or anything like that so um it was interesting to see for sure i think i feel like they sort of they briefly touched upon i wanted to kind of get get to know a little bit more about doc antle he was the guy that um i feel like i should just sort of give a bit more information about the documentary series so essentially it's it's following it's mostly it's mainly following joe exotic who's like a um exotic like wild animal breeder guy and he had a uh park with mostly tigers in it uh in where was it wisconsin i think it was wisconsin no i think i'm probably wrong it was Winwood something, but it was like in the Midwest area, um, and he owned a park there, and it was like pretty popular. Um, and this, you know, sort of like uncovering sort of the shady dealings with it, and sort of what led to his like downfall. And he's currently like incarcerated in prison and all that stuff. Um, so, uh, there, you know, there's a lot of aspects to it. The main sort of uh, thrust or the main conflict of the series is between him and, uh, Carol Baskin, who's the, she runs a, she runs a big cat rescue, which is, which she considers to be, like, a rescue or a, a refuge for, for, like, large cats, like, you know, tigers and lions and that sort of thing, um, but she's sort of, <laughs> she doesn't admit to, like, say, like, using that as, as a way to, you know, you know, get, gain money from, from people, and also exploiting volunteer workers for, for her own, you know, benefit, and that sort of thing, right, so, you know, she's, she's incredibly shady as well, um, so that's, like, the main conflict is between those two, like, she's trying to, like, bring him down, and he is trying to kind of combat that by, create <laughs> like these crazy ass like threats uh bringing like a blow-up doll or some shit um threatening to like kill her and that that sort of thing a lot of crazy shit um so yeah it's it's i was going back to what i was saying earlier one of the the <laughs> characters um is named doc antle he's also like an exotic uh zoo keeper and i wish they, they sort of touched upon his you know a little bit of his who he is and stuff like that in like the second episode I think um but like it was just for like a brief moment I wish they like kind of explored him a little bit more but I think I think like a lot of what he does he sort of keeps to himself it seems like he's a very like superstitious person um in a sense like he's very like he's he's very like guarded and he doesn't really reveal too much about himself, which kind of makes me more curious about him. Like, out of all the characters, like, I feel like he's the one that, like, really rubbed me the wrong way. Like, everyone obviously was kind of fucked up. Joe obviously was kind of fucked up and shit, but I don't know. At least he was, like, <laughs> not to give him any credit or anything, but he at least he was sort of upfront about who he was. And, of course, like, he kept a lot of shit, you know, uh 
covered and stuff like that, but I don't know. Like he 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 revealed himself more than like Doc, who I don't know. Like the way he like presented himself to like the documentary crew was very like disingenuous. Like I just didn't really like the way the way he talked was just weird too. Um, they they briefly touched upon how the way he sort of. Uh, maintains his circle of, you know, quote-unquote employees is sort of, it's kind of predatory, you know, like the way he um, developed his family of sorts, his his wives or his girlfriends, you know, like how he sort of like groomed them at like an early age, like it's just, you don't like, it's just, it wasn't really delved into very much like it was touched upon like I think it was like the former one of the former employees was talking about how he treats you know how he treats the girls and that sort of thing and just everything about that was just so it was just so fucked up for one and also it was just like you you I just feel like he did not get enough of like a backlash for it you know like I felt like there wasn't a whole lot of like Obviously, the main, you know, the center of attention is Joe, but, like, I felt like he didn't really get his, you know, he didn't get the end of the stick as well, which I felt like he should have. Um, it was just such a, like, I remember she was talking about, like, how she was, uh, she had a, she did, she, without her knowledge, the former employee, like, without her knowledge, he set up, like, a, um, like a, like a plastic surgery, like appointment for her to augment her her breasts or some shit like that. Like what the fuck? Like how, like it's just like such a weird thing, and the fact that she just kind of went along with it, uh, because you know for one it was like, um, just because she felt like she didn't really have a whole lot of power in that situation, and also the fact that doing so would give her time off and stuff like that is just so it's just it's just foul play shit you know <laughs> among other things you know so i i don't know that whole that into that sequence really was just kind of uncomfortable you know like a lot of like a, despite all the crazy shit you know like you have your mouth you know just like gaping wide that's not that's not a great image, but, like, you know, you're, like, kind of, like, in awe of just all the crazy shit that's, that's going on, uh, with all the, the people in, you know, in this world, like, the, you know, the hired assassin, assassination, and, like, the, the crazy death threats and that sort of thing, like, those are all crazy, um, but just, like, the, just this, you know, the way, like, Doc, and also, you know, also, like, they, Joe and all these other characters, how they just sort of manipulate all these people into thinking, like, oh, they're, you know, they have a vision, and so we will be there to, you know, help them with it. Like, Carol Baskin's husband was, like, <laughs> he was very clear about, like, you know, he's, the way he said it was, like, you know, my existence in this life is to make her happy. I'm like, what the fuck? It's such a, it's so weird, you know? Like, that's a very, I don't know, that's not, like, it's just very, I don't know. He, he, he lacks, he lacks purpose, you know? Like, 
if your entire livelihood, if your life is just based around the single person, like, what, who the fuck are you, right? Like, you have no sense of identity at that point, you know? I don't know. Maybe there's just sort of, is that, like, that in itself was sort of, it's just an uncomfortable, another uncomfortable aspect to it, where you have these people that are just kind of devoted to this idea, where, in a sense, like, it could be, like, a good thing, you know, it could be like, oh, okay, if you're, you want to, maybe you want to entertain people, or you want to rescue these wildlife animals, or, or some shit like that, um, but you just kind of lose yourself, because you just get, get so wrapped up in your own ego, and you, you're, you don't have, you just lack, <laughs> like, self-awareness at that point, right, so, I don't know, it's just sort of interesting to look at, for sure, like, I think, I, I don't know if, there's probably more information about, you know, a lot of these people, um, online, and that sort of thing, and I, I'll probably do a little bit of research, just because I'm curious as to how, um, how the, these other people sort of ended up, um, I know that, like, they give, they gave, like, a small, like, epilogue, or, like, a small, like, blurb at the end, just talking about what happened to all the other people, um, you know, of course, Joe is in jail, um, and everyone else is kind of on their own, in their own realm, I guess, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I am kind of curious to see how things ended up for all these other <laughs> crazy-ass characters, you know, um, so it, it definitely an enjoyable show, I recommend it, uh, for sure, um, one of the better, like, documentaries, documentary series that I've watched, um, sometimes, like, like I've said, sometimes it's hard for me to kind of get into, like, shows like that, just because, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just not very interested, but the way the, the story unfolded and everything was very well done, um, I can't imagine the amount of work that went into doing just everything, you know, just, also the editing, just putting all of these pieces together, um, because I noticed that, like, when they were interviewing the people, um, you know, some of them were, like, in different locations at different times, I'm like, how do you know which, like, you, you gotta have, you know, of course you gotta have sort of, like, the plot, you gotta have, like, the board and the sequence of events, um, sort of written down, um, but, like, I, 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 it's just, crazy to me like they probably have just they you know among the the seven episodes which was about each of them which is was about like 45 minutes each or so like there's just got to be like thousands and thousands of hours of footage that they sifted through and then they just kind of put together like that you know it's just is i just can't imagine the amount of work it took you know like and also like which interview segment to use that would, you know, best, like, you know, provide, like, a punch in the gut to the viewer, like, which one gets the most, like, emotional response, like, that sort of thing, like, I can't, it's just, it's just a lot, <laughs> it's, it's, it's gotta be a lot, it's gotta be a, a shit ton of work, and also the fact that they, like, they filmed this, like, over the course of, like, the last couple of years, and that sort of thing, you know, like, and they they had to sort of follow this story to somewhat of a conclusive end, which was where Joe ultimately went to prison, right? Like, you can't 
like there's no there's no knowing like how this story would have ended if like he didn't like go to prison that, like that's like the the conclusion you know of course everything else is sort of open ended and you don't get a you know conclusion to everything that happens to all these other characters but you still you know you still have to sort of build up to that point like it, it's just it's just a, it's major props to to anyone that can kind of pull that off like a like an engaging documentary especially like that's that's not easy to pull off you know i've noticed that like the best documentaries are the ones or like the better documentaries that i've seen are the ones that don't really have too much of the um what is it like the director or the the yeah like the director's like voice in it i like he is present you know like you know he's there sometimes he appears on on camera and that sort of thing but for the most part he holds himself back because he is not he's not like the the person that the show is focusing on he's sort of like he's the one giving us a view into this world like he's not the one um you're not supposed to pay attention to him like he's just kind of there he's sort of the the uh, the catalyst for that sort of thing you know so same thing with like wild wild country like you don't really see you don't see the the crew or anything like that like everything is focused on the people that are in the cult um people that were affected by the cult like the people in the the small uh town living next to the rajanishis um so i think like in like that documentary style really works well i think just because like you're like okay for sure like and also you don't have like the uh what is it the uh what what's the word the uh preface you, they you, they don't you, you don't provide like a uh like the a person doesn't have to provide a description no what is it uh it's on the tip of my tongue <laughs> I, I guess sort of god it's 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 gonna come to me um but you know like the exposition right like there's no need for like a whole lot of exposition like the footage does it for itself you know and also like if you do need exposition you have the people who are part of this world to provide some kind of description of all the people that are involved like that sort of thing you know so like you don't need a narrator or anything to do anything like that you know like you just sort of need to show like footage that's convincing and you know well thought out and that sort of thing um and yeah i've thought about like what it would be like to sort of film like a documentary and that sort of thing i might have talked about it before but um yeah it just it's just it just re- probably requires so much work you know like even like smaller documentaries uh that i've watched like i've watched one called welcome to lay a, w- a while back that one was about like this was about like uh kkk members like taking over a small town and that sort of thing like that's pretty small scale like it just sort of takes place in one in a single location i mean like you you move around the area and that sort of thing but you don't really um it doesn't delve into other places right like it's very focused um but even that one probably took a tremendous amount of work just to get all the footage right to conduct all the interviews all the time it took to to set up those interviews like uh it's just 
it's work, you know? So, um, again, major props to people that can kind of pull that sort of thing off, you know? Um, I'm going to be keeping my eye out for other series like that. I know there's, like, Making a Murderer and that sort of thing, but just hearing some things about it just sort of turned me off uh, turned me off on it, you know? Like, I was just kind of like, eh. I, I don't know, like, I know that the U.S., like, legal system is, like, corrupt and that sort of thing. It's not really news to me. Um, but um, I'm going to keep my eye out, watch some more stuff, and provide a little bit of feedback on on the ones that I have seen, the ones that have interested me. Anyways, that's going to do it for this episode. You have been listening to Save the Semantics, signing off.